Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Health and Wellness Connection podcast. This is your host, Dr. Barry MD, here again to provide you with what with is what I hope another exciting, very informative show designed to really kind of bring to light some of the things you may not really be aware of out there, especially in regards to your health and wellness. Again, um, before we start today's show, I want to give appropriate shout outs to all the uh, supporters and fans out there. I want to thank y'all for tuning in every week and uh, really giving good feedback. Also want to take this time to give a shout out to the best internet radio station on the interwebs, on the, uh, I would say the best station in the uh, the multiverse, that is AfroVibesRadio.com. That is the number one source of Afrobeat music and just nonstop mixes, as well as awesome, awesome radio shows like this very one that you're listening to right now. Again, AfroVibesRadio.com. Check them out for awesome beats. They have an app, too. Download it on the App Store as well as Google Play. Also, don't forget to check me out on social media, which is ironically the topic of today's show, but we'll get in that detail after the obligatory ads. Check me out on Instagram, DrBarryMD, D-R-B-A-R-Y-M-D. Um, follow me now if you have a chance. Also on Twitter, DrBarryTechDoc. That's Dr. Barry. And then tech, T-E-C-H-D-O-C. All that's one word for Twitter. And lastly, facebook.com backslash next level weight loss. And also, we're on YouTube now, everybody. Just go to YouTube, type in Dr. Barry's Health and Wellness Connection, and you'll have um, some of the latest episodes popping up on YouTube. And of course, we're on SoundCloud, www.soundcloud.com backslash HW Connection. So thank you all for tuning in today to another exciting show. Today's show, ironically, is about social media. (laughs) Now, social media obviously is one of the uh, latest things that's pretty much defining this current generation. It's really determining how everyone moves and operates now. Before, it used to be a domain of the extremely young. But now, pretty much everyone's obligated to be on social media, whether or not you like it or not, if you want to remain relevant in today's society. Some people think that's good. Some people think that's bad. Um, one thing you can say is that social media has really allowed every individual with just a cell phone to reach millions of people all over the world. So, of course, um, with great power becomes great responsibility. And unfortunately, a lot of people have been um, quite irresponsible on the interwebs. The reason I bring all this up, because one thing I wanted to talk about today was negativity and how social media can be uh, a huge reason why that kind of sentiments being perpetrated furthermore it seems like social media may potentially be associated with increased mental illness now mental illness is obviously something that's been in the media quite a bit as of late given all the tragic events i mean recently we just had the uh the shooting at the uh, madden tournament very unfortunate situation and i don't know if you could say social media is directly implicated in that but one thing we are seeing though as People like myself will look at, you know, people and how they interact and kind of how those things can affect our overall development. It appears that social media may potentially be something that's negatively affecting us. Now, I'm sure we've all heard of people who've been bullied on social media and they get depressed and, and some people may see other people having fun on social media and they get kind of anxious and maybe feeling a little bit of what we call FOMO feeling um, left out and uh, you know we know that personally maybe affect us in different ways 
But now science is showing that there's actually legit proof that social media may be actually causing increased uh, levels of anxiety and depression in its users. Now, social media has always been an issue that a lot of uh, societies have looked at with a discerning eye. Um, there was even a, a recent article by the um, <clears throat> American Association of Pediatrics that actually warned about the potential issues of social media on children, especially adolescents and families included, because obviously children are part of families, so children are negatively affected, families will be subsequently negatively affected. So social media has had a lot of issues, especially when it affects kids, and a lot of these studies that are coming out are really showing that there are a significant potential um, for increased um, mental illness and kids especially who are really exposed to social media at an early age, especially at, in large amounts. Now, one particular study that was pretty concerning, actually, was actually a study, it was a decent size, about 1,800 people in the U.S. between the ages of 19 and 32 years of age, and this was a, a cord between the, um, October to November of 2014. And they looked at young people's exposure to different social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, Google, YouTube, LinkedIn, Instagram, Pinterest, Tumblr, Vine, Snapchat, and etc. And it found that those who use social media networks extensively, and this includes commenting on a lot of pictures, going back and forth with different people online and so forth, people who engaged in the most online interaction were found to actually have the highest levels of what they called perceived social isolation. And this means that, meaning that those who are on social media and more active on social media actually felt more isolated. And that's really, you know, ironic if you think about it, because you would think, well, you're actively engaged in a social media platform, so you're therefore more social, right? Actually, it's wrong. The reality is that people who really are involved in social media very heavily have a higher chance of being um, or having feelings of feeling isolated. And that may be the case for a variety of reasons. And there's some feelings that potentially people who are on social media a lot tend to assume that others who are on social media are actually having more fun or engaging in cooler activities or hanging around cooler people or doing cooler things based on what they're seeing on the social media. And it's kind of funny because one thing that we do know about social media is that everything really isn't as it appears. And because of this reason, it's, would be, it wouldn't be intelligent to really assume that because you're seeing something on social media, then that is definitely what's going on and therefore will cause people to feel as if they're being left out. Now, as far as which social media platforms are the most um, considered, I mean, to consider the most harmful to, to children and or really anyone for that matter, but the studies that we found really looked at kids. And what we realize is that certain social media platforms are more offensive or can cause greater feelings of inadequacy and anxiety than others. Number one, the number one social media platform that was found to be the most harmful was da -da -da -da, Instagram, <laughs> which some people probably wouldn't be shocked, but Instagram has definitely been associated with higher levels of inadequacy and anxiety. This is across all age groups, but it was found that young females are probably the most susceptible. One study that came out of Britain, actually, put on by the Royal Society of Public Health, was done in 2017 and looked at 1,500 young people, and they were actually decided, they were actually evaluated and 
told to rank their feelings of anxiety and depression and bullying before and after using various platforms. And this is another one of the studies that really showed that how Instagram especially was found to have the most negative effect. And it's believed that Instagram is just such a powerful influencer slash both positive and negatively influencing people due to the fact that it's extremely visual in the sense that people are up there uploading their, their body images in different scenes and so forth. And and it was felt that these images were actually causing people to feel inadequate. And also, others were having feelings of what we call FOMO, like I said before, fear of missing out. People actually were beginning more lonely. Also, it was believed that a lot of people were getting increasing feelings of jealousy and envy. And um, that's things that you really don't think about, but what is being seen is that on a large scale, these feelings of, of jealousy and envy and FOMO and so forth are really causing significantly elevated levels of anxiety and depression, real mental illness in people. So we have to really look at kind of how social media, we use it and consume it in our daily interactions and whether or not it's something that's harmful or less harmful or, or helpful, sorry. Um, now, so Instagram is not the only in, only uh, only uh, social media platform at fault here, or that shouldn't say at fault, but that's been implicated with these these labels. Snapchat actually was found to be also um, the second least positive platform. And uh, similar to reasons for Instagram, as far as fear of missing out, people snapping certain areas and others feeling left out. Um, bullying also was a, uh, was a favorite um, uh, or was a concern using, amongst users of Snapchat. I guess for some reason the kiddos preferred to snap their taunts and insults as opposed to uh, the other platforms. I guess Snapchat with its disappearing text makes it an advantageous uh, tool for that. Now, Facebook was in the middle. It, it kind of said that people felt Facebook, sometimes it was cool, other times it was not. It was really a mix. And it's believed because Facebook has a you know larger a swath of age groups. Older people tend to be on Facebook more. Uh, young people tend to be on their best behavior because their parents are on there as well. So it's hard to be a nasty bully when your mom is also in your Facebook group, <laughs> I'm sure. So uh, and uh, and Twitter and Facebook and YouTube also were also named in a study, but those two actually the term weren't as bad. Um, YouTube actually was found to be slightly positive in people's uh, interactions, meaning that after using YouTube, people actually were a little bit more positive in their overall uh, outlook as opposed to other social media platforms. So the reality is that people are using social media and are actually getting increasingly depressed and confused and getting more anxious and. Scientists and psychologists are really getting concerned because with the rise in suicides and mass shootings and other uh, um, other unfortunate uh, pathologic behaviors, it's it's really becoming something that physicians and clinicians are trying to identify and figure out ways to stymie this rising trend of anxiety, depression, and other uh, mental issues. So with social media, it's very important we look at how we use it and how we consume it. And, also with social media, especially Instagram and other visual platforms, one thing that people don't understand or they may just not realize immediately is that most of these images that are being seen are actually not accurate. A lot of these images are heavily doctored and manipulated by the users. So sometimes a false image that's being portrayed by a certain user is actually invoking feelings of envy and jealousy and FOMO and other um, negative feelings in the people who consume the product. 
Now, this is something that many people not realize, but it's so common that some of these apps are some of the highest, highest downloaded apps in the net in the um, app stores. So people really have to understand that what you're seeing is definitely not <clears throat> what may be real. And that's never been more true given the uh, popularity of Instagram filters and Snapchat filters and, and the like. So uh, keep that in mind when you're using social media, especially when you're browsing some of your favorite actors and actresses and other um, highly visual people. Um, now that we've kind of talked about some of the numbers and why or what's going on, um, after the break, we're going to really go into a little bit more into how we can use some of the things we know to help minimize some of those toxic behaviors and also talk more about social media in general. Thanks for joining us for the first half of Health and Wellness Connection. Please, we will have more on the next half of the show. Stay tuned. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Health and Wellness Connection podcast. It's your host, Dr. Barry MD here, here to tell you uh, more info, hopefully more informative um, information regarding health and wellness and some of the things you should really look into if you want to really help elevate your overall life. Now, today's show, we're talking about social media and some of the negative um, aspects of social media and how it's potentially causing increased levels of mental illness, including, including depression anxiety, feelings of isolation, and, and, and so forth. And one thing that social media, we talk about a lot, is that social media is one of those things that truly has been used to replace real human interaction. And that may explain some of the feelings of increased isolation that we're seeing is being reported by people who use it frequently. It actually brings up a funny anecdote I want to talk about briefly. I remember there was a, on my Facebook, I remember a friend there that uh, sent out a message saying, I think some massive earthquake or something that happened somewhere and they were like, oh my God, I know about a hundred people who are in this location where this earthquake is. This is a Facebook update post, by the way. And they said, I know about a hundred people at this location and only 20 people have checked safe on their Facebook status. Oh my God, are they okay? They need to check safe because I'm so nervous and, and concerned. And I was like, hmm. If you're truly concerned, have you considered calling or texting? <laughs> and kind of leads to the point I was making earlier about how social media, despite us being connected in, in more ways than we've ever been in the history of mankind, I mean, think about it. You can talk to people now all across the globe instantly, thanks to social media. But despite this, this newfound access and connectivity, people are still feeling more and more isolated. And for, just to go back to the anecdote, you had someone who was on social media posting about feeling anxious because they hadn't heard from another individual who had yet to post on their social media. Who knows if they even are on the Facebook maybe once every few blue moon, but people are were, were anxious because someone else hadn't posted in a timely fashion. Meanwhile, someone else would read that post and may be concerned as well thinking something may be going on 
when all in when all intents and purposes the person who they're concerned about could literally have been sleeping and now have they've known the post existed or may have not even logged on to Facebook for whatever reason because they don't think it's important for them. So, um, however, you know, so it's very you see how very easily negative, you know, messages or you know messages of concern or messages that create anxiety are easy um, uh, propagated and and. Uh, allowing other people to be influenced as well. So you really have to understand how social media has now taken the place of phone calls and texts and even at this point, television and, and, and cable. But um, but enough about that. Let's talk about social media in general and about how it causes some of those negative feelings of self-worth and value. Because um, one thing we talk about here at the um, Health and Wellness Podcast, we always want to promote the idea of individual wellness journeys. It's so important to understand that Everybody is different. Um, some people are able to achieve whatever goals they set for themselves at different times. Um, for us here, our focus here is health and wellness, weight loss, getting better, getting you know more relaxed, learning how to deal with stress, health in a healthy fashion. And in doing that, sometimes you may feel that you're not up to par in the sense that, oh my God, let me look on social media and see this person and that person who seem to be quote unquote living their best life and you may see these images which are usually doctored by the way and somehow feel that you're not measuring up and that's part of the reason why a lot of people get anxious and and, and discouraged now for me I'm actually quite you know um, more experienced in the sense that I've actually seen a lot of people who are really popular influencers I met them personally and you definitely come to realize that a lot of people aren't, you know, as they appear on the social media. Um, now, there are some people who are truly as magnificent as they look on the social media. Those people are rare. They exist, but they're not as common as you would think. But the reality is that a lot of these events are not accurate. Here's another example. I remember there was an event I went to. <laughs> it was a pretty popular, uh, well-promoted event. Um, you know, you had seen um, previous events from done by this promoter looking, you know, pretty exciting on the social media. So I said, you know, I'm attending one when I'm in town at this certain city where I was at. And I went to the event. And this is an event that you would expect, I guess they expected about I don't know, about 150 people to 200 people to show up. Well, apparently at this event, only 10 people showed up. And it was, a, you know, pretty, uh, pretty upsetting for the promoters at the time. But, to kind of, quote unquote, get the event give the appearance of more activity they actually brought in about 40 or 50 actors and actresses to fill up the space and they said they did it why quote unquote for the gram so if someone had posted that party with those actors and actresses in there these are again when I say actors these weren't like some actors off a movie set they were just hanging out no these are people who actually are there to be human bodies aka filler for pictures so they're just there just hanging out and then leaving as soon as this photo session is over so someone will see this on the social media and think oh my god I'm here at my house minding my own business and there's an amazing party going on and I'm missing out now I'm depressed and it's unfortunate because this person is depressed over a fake party (laughs) it sounds ridiculous but this is what happens every day all across the globe and 
people need to realize. Now, I'm not saying every party on social media is fake. There's some real events where cool people are there and you're not invited, unfortunately. So hopefully you get, you know, your status up and you may get invited. But those events are usually far and few in between and they're not even that big a deal, to be honest with you. The reality is that your immediate surroundings, your family, your friends, the people you know and see and touch every day, those are the people who really can truly mold and develop your social structure to the place you want it, be it, you know, if you want to be that person who's out there um, partying and doing everything that's, you know, considered cool, or you're that person who just wants to be aware of what's going on, but not really too concerned with the uh, fun and frivolity and all the excesses that go on out here. Either way, the idea of using social media as a barometer as to how you should be living is the problem. And ultimately, people need to understand what they want for their own life and then work toward achieving that. Now, of course, with social media, what people consider normal, what people consider cool, is definitely um, varies. But the reality is, <clears throat> when you're looking at social media, look at it as a tool that's something they can use to connect with others and reach out. But using it as a parameter as to how you should be living is definitely not a good idea. Now, those who, who use social media regularly and are feeling symptoms of depression and anxiety and feeling somehow every time they use social media, they don't feel as good about themselves after a while. Well, the best idea for those people should be taking a hiatus, meaning taking a break away from social media and maybe try and do without going on those sites for a few days and see how you feel. And instead of maybe logging on to Instagram, maybe you could call a friend or go outside and meet new friends or talk to your neighbors or just try to establish personal, real relationships. A lot of times people use social media as a way to avoid doing that, actually. And that's actually part of the reason why people tend to feel more and more isolated. Ultimately, you have to look at how social media affects you individually. If you use social media and after a session you feel worse, you feel base, you feel like you really kind of, you know, debased yourself because of whatever interaction you're involved in, you should definitely try and reevaluate re how you're using it. And if you realize every time you're using social media, again, you feel terrible or you've done things that you're not really too proud about, try and reevaluate what your purpose is and what your purpose with social media is in general, whether that's something that you're using to help edify yourself or destroy yourself. Ultimately, everyone's journey is different, but the trends are showing social media has become more negative. And I think it's up to everyone individually to determine how they're going to allow social media to affect their lives, be it positively or negatively. Again, I'm just one person here with an opinion, but try and make sure social media doesn't become a negative influence in your life. I challenge you to do that today. Again, thanks a lot for listening to the Health and Wellness Connection podcast. Hopefully, you know, brought some new information to you today. Now, for those who have not left social media, if you want to find me, I actually, I'm on there. Check me out on Instagram, um, Dr. Barry MD. Also, you can check out Facebook page, www.facebook.com backslash next level weight loss. Thanks for joining us, the Health and Wellness podcast. Join us next week. Also, we have cool interview. We have some cool interviews coming up, guys. We've got a plastic surgeon coming up, one of the best 
in the business, Dr. Carlos Mata, who'll be on next week's show. Any questions, please send me an email or text. Also, sorry, new email, drbarryhealth at gmail.com. Any questions, concerns, shout outs, anything you like, check us out, drbarryhealth at gmail.com. Again, thanks for joining us, joining us on the Health and Wellness Connection podcast. See you next week.